Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Over the next hour, you'll hear what's going on in the sports world from a Christian's perspective. Now, here's your host, Roman Gabriel III. Back in the saddle, Saturday night, 8.06 Eastern, 7.06 Central. One hour of faith, family, and sports. Man, the week goes by fast, but the sports continue to roll. What an incredible week of sports, and I hope you're having a great one. We'll get you ready for your weekend, for your second half of your weekend. Of course, everybody pointing to playoff weekend Sunday in the NFL. We'll get you started for tonight's game, uh, get you going for tomorrow. And uh, you had to have your head in the sand if you're not a football fan because if you miss the national championship game in Tampa between Clemson and Alabama, you miss one of the greatest football games that I have seen in a long, long time especially with two teams that played to just as exciting a game a year ago where Alabama edged Clemson. And the whole year for Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers and their senior quarterback, Deshaun Watson, and that very talented group of uh, athletes, a lot of NFL players on that field the other night between Bama and Clemson, absolutely incredible football, physical football. And uh, congratulations to Dabo Sweeney and the Clemson Tigers who – come back and score 21 points in the fourth quarter after a slow start, down 14 nothing middle second quarter. A lot of people thinking that Bama cruising to their fifth national championship um, here in the last nine years. But Clemson, last play of the game, Deshaun Watson, long drive, big plays, cool as a cucumber. My dad used to say that. 35-31, touchdown pass. Clemson Tigers national champions, and um, and they did it against the best defense in the country. Um, this reminded me a little bit of a couple years ago at the Super Bowl when the Seattle Seahawks with that great defense were up 10 points in the fourth quarter, and Tom Brady, two long drives for touchdowns on the best defense in the NFL to get the Super Bowl win. And this was, this was very exciting football game, uh, very physical football game, and you got to have hats off to Sean Watson. You know, everybody and many people voted for Deshaun Watson to be the uh, Heisman Trophy winner. If you voted it now, he'd certainly be the guy. Uh, but it was a knockdown, dragout physical game in which um, you had some attrition, both coaches uh, pulling out all the stops, and that's what college football is all about. Uh, the one, the one thing that I would say, the only negative about Monday night's game to me is, is. No college football game should last four hours and 18 minutes or four hours and 20 minutes, whatever it is. got to do something about it. And there's two reasons, two ways uh, that that can happen. Uh, first of all, we got to stop you know, stopping the clock on every first down. It's almost like you don't need timeouts in college football. I mean, 40 seconds to go 80 yards is, is a long time. Um, that would help speed up the game. The other thing that's got to stop, you know, every single play being reviewed by by the, the by the head referee to see if it was a catch, to see if he was in bounds, to see if it was a fumble, even the most obvious plays uh, where they stop the clock and the game is stopped. And I thought it was a really interesting comment by the uh, by um, many the other night. Um, Clemson had Alabama on the ropes in the fourth quarter. Uh, you could see that Alabama's pass rush was getting tired. You could see that they were gassed. Um, because this isn't wasn't a deep Alabama team, but every time they stopped it with Clemson having momentum, it just allowed Alabama to take a breather, get themselves composed, and and put themselves in a better position to stop Clemson. So I think the 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 
the stop in the clock for all these, you know, I mean, some of them were just obvious calls that, that, you know, this thing about we need to make sure, I mean, I hope baseball never goes to that because the games would be 10 hours long. Uh, but it was an incredible game. That aside, uh, Clemson 35, Alabama 31, and, and um, uh, Dabo Sweeney was so emotional after the game. What an incredible um what an incredible football game from a coach's perspective. Uh, you know, lead changes, physical football. Um, basically, the game was played, uh, you know, without without too many turnovers. It, it was it's just it, I thought it was a well played game. Um, Clemson started off slow because Alabama Alabama punched them in the mouth. They just came out ready to play football and said, "Hey, we are not going to let Deshaun Watson blow us up for 400 yards like he did a year ago." Well, he ended up doing it again, and it'll be the first time ever. That a uh, offense has put 400 points plus on Alabama in in Nick Saban's history, and the guy who's done it is Deshaun, is Deshaun Watson. He's like the uh, he ended up wearing down that defense and ended up ended up just uh, just doing everything he could to uh, to hurt them in every single way. So um, great college football. Um, if they stay with the four-team playoff situation, that'll be fine for the rest of the way because with that semifinal game, you really do get the two best teams in the in this game. Would it be great to go to eight? We've talked about that before. Obviously, the NCAA will do that because it makes a lot more money, but I can't see them going any farther because I think eight, eight teams would be absolutely perfect for this. Uh, it would take any doubt out of you know bringing a really good football team into the mix you know, when you think about the Michigan-Florida State game, those two teams could play with anybody. Um, you know, then it brings those uh, the opportunity. Same thing with a, with a team that gets hot in the NFL with a wild card. You know, coming into, you know, winning their last eight out of nine games. And most of the time in the NFL, it is a team. Uh, sometimes it's nine and seven. A team that's uh, even, even some eight and eight teams that have gone a long way in the playoffs. It's who's playing the best when you get down to playoff time. And in college football, they kind of reward the teams that lose early. And in the past, Alabama's won national championships where they've lost a game in the first four or so games or five games, but then ran the table. Uh, same thing with Clemson in, in this situation. You know, what, a, what an incredible record that Dabo Sweeney has brought to Clemson. And very happy for Dabo Sweeney because of his incredible Christian faith, uh, the faith that he teaches and preaches. And uh, I don't know if you remember a few years back, uh, the ACLU came down on Clemson about uh, about athletes praying and about the football team, you know, praying. And um, kudos to the administration of Clemson and Dabo Sweeney to say, listen, this is what we do. Uh, you do what you want to do, but we're going to stand by our football coach and stand by the, the freedom of our players to pray regardless of where that's at. And um, faith has been a real big part of the Clemson program. And I'll say this, too, for Nick Saban in Alabama, the same thing. Uh, in fact, when I was with FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Alabama has always been one of the strongest FCA programs. So um, it was just a well-played game, the kind of game that fans love to watch. Great offense, big plays at the right time, uh, physical defense, um, some really good special teams. In fact, that punter for Alabama, man, I'd li- like to have him in the NFL today. He pinned Clemson, was inside their 10, it seemed like, for the first three quarters of the game. So um, already uh, – Rankings out for next year, Alabama, uh, the number one spot, Clemson in the top five. Uh, Alabama has so much talent. Nick Saban always reloads. And a lot of people were complaining about it being a pick play at the end of the game, but pick plays happen all the time. And uh, one thing about Clemson is they did a great job of, of selling the pick play. 
Um, the outside receiver that runs the slant inside uh, basically just went into the shoulder of the defensive back and could, tried to go through, fell down the ground, looked back with his hands as a quarterback, and as long as you do that, a referee's never going to call a pick play in the NFL or college. Uh, so if you sell it the right way, it's a very viable play on the goal line because you know you're going to get man defense. That's what Alabama gave them with, I believe, there was uh, six seconds left in the game, so it was going to be the last play of the game. Uh, and for Clemson to uh, win it on the last play, um, as Dabo Sweeney said, that you know this was our time. Um, you know, he said he told told the kids that they would win it at halftime. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to win it. But um, these two teams uh, deserve a lot of credit because in the current system, for both of them to come back and play the championship game again after that classic a year ago, and then to play a game. Uh, uh, you know, people say the only game that maybe had been better than that game was uh, the Vince Young. Texas win over USC in the Rose Bowl. Um, so uh, when you're talking about um, history like that and you had the same class of athletes, a ton of NFL draft picks, number one picks on the field, um, Mr. Williams is a man outside for Clemson, wide receiver, three great catches, two on the last drive to go up over Alabama defenders and then draw the interference in the end zone to give Clemson the chance to win it from the two-yard line. So the last series was absolutely incredible. Um, we're looking forward to a great program. I'll have my Roman on NFL and a very special guest coming in. Looking forward to it. Former Super Bowl champion defensive tackle of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Ellis Wins. We'll tell you more about our faith and football live event at the Super Bowl. Get you set up for playoffs this weekend. This is Ricky Running Waters, Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers, and you're listening to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio with Roman Gabriel III. Back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. We'll get you ready for your playoffs. Some big matchups coming up, including tonight's and Saturday night's uh, Saturday night Sunday games. Getting ready for championship weekend as we set up for that Super Bowl coming up right on top of us, February fifth in Houston, and we will be there at FSPN. Uh, of course, we'll tell you all about our uh, special live simulcast on demand, Faith and Football Live dot com, and this guy's going to be there. Uh, he's a former defensive tackle, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was drafted by Coach Tony Dungy and uh, played for John Gruden on that Super Bowl championship team with so many great players, the Derek Brookses and the Warwick Dunns and so many others on that great football team. And uh, he also leads a program, Rush Fitness and Tech, a program that inspires youth to live healthy and learn uh, STEM. And uh, we're going to talk to him about what he's up to, uh, Ellis Wims, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Ellis, how are you, buddy? Good to, good to have you in. Hey, man, appreciate you guys having me, man. It's, it's an exciting time in the NFL right now. I'm playing football, getting heading up to the Super Bowl. So uh, just great to, to great time to be a football fan, and, and I'm just looking forward to it. Okay, did, did you see the national championship game Monday night, Clemson and Alabama? Oh, man, absolutely, man. What a game, right? What a game. And uh, so I had actually uh, – Clemson, you know, I'm an SEC guy. I played for Mississippi State, but I actually – you know, pick Clemson uh, on the on one of the TV shows that I do early in the in the week because I you know, I thought Clemson just had seemed more aggressive and, and more and, and had more playmakers on defense and uh, of course Deshaun Watson. I mean, you got a a veteran 
uh, college quarterback going against a guy that's a freshman. I mean, you always got that experience advantage. And Deshaun came out and proved that he was really the best quarterback in the country and, and deserves to be a top uh, NFL pick. So, yeah, it was a great game, man. I, I love it. Ellis, from a defensive tackles perspective, from a guy who's played at the highest level, what is it about Nick Saban and that great Alabama defense? What what makes Alabama such a good defensive football team? Uh, the the biggest thing is just discipline. You know, they don't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, they're well coached. Uh, you know, they, of course they get five star athletes at almost every position, but when you watch them play, they are fundamentally sound. They're very disciplined. They're scheme disciplined. Uh, they don't make a lot of mistakes. So, uh, uh, you know, Nick is a guy is a guy that holds everybody to a very, very, very high standard. And you see it in the way they play defense. And, of course, you know, they have big, strong, fast guys that go out there and can play football. But, you know, they just do a great job of being prepared week in and week out to execute what they want to do. And that's what separates them from other teams. Former Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ellis Wims is with us here on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. And, Ellis, one of the things that one of the things that I find really uh, interesting about your story is is that uh, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were kind of an afterthought uh, when Coach Tony Dungy came in after being defensive coordinator and and, and getting the head job at Tampa. Um, you guys came uh, full circle with a ferocious defense, uh, guys like Derek Brooks and 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 uh, others that uh, that just played the game the right way. Um, got all the way to the championship game, a, a real crushing loss to the Rams in a really tight football game. Coach Dungy gets left let go, and then John Gruden takes over, and you guys get to the Super Bowl and win it. But you probably had the opportunity to play for, you know, two of the great coaches, but uh, two completely different personalities. What was that like, in, you know, in a 365-day span to play for Coach Dungy, Tony Dungy and, and John Gruden? Yeah, well, you, you know, I was a very young player. You know, I was a I was a rookie under Coach Dungy, and then uh, and of course he, uh, you know, he he, uh, he ended up parting, and we and we brought in John. And like you said, uh, polar opposites as far as personality uh, and the way they kind of ran the team. You know, Tony was, uh, you know, people you know see Tony, and, you know, he's he's kind of mild mannered, and he's not a guy that's going to yell and be very animated. But man, we worked harder than any football team in the league. I mean, we practiced very physical, very tough, very hard, uh, and it just was a very uh, challenging environment physically. Uh, but it made us hard. It made us tough. You know, we were fast. We were physical. Uh, and, and you know, that's, that's the way Tony wanted us. Tony wanted us to be hard and low and be ready to come in and compete every Sunday. And that was, that was his focus, but... With John, you know, John was more about, uh, I would say, execution. He wanted to run more plays. He wanted to practice the plays. He wanted to make sure that we got a lot of reps in. So, of course, if you're going to get those reps, you can't be really, really, really physical in those practices but you start to wear your guys out. So uh, it was a, a different philosophy from that point where so Tony was, a, was old Steelers, you know, Chuck Noll, very physical, very hard-nosed. And uh, John was from the uh, more of the Bill Walsh tree, where it was the you know, West Coast offense, all about execution, all about precision. Uh, so, um, so we, we want, he wanted to run a lot of plays and take some of the physicality out of practice. But uh, two great guys, two two guys committed to the work, 
uh, and work really hard. Nobody's going to outwork John Gruden. Nobody's going to outwork Tony Dungy as far as getting their guys prepared to play. They have different philosophies and how they how they went about getting it done. You know, Ellis, faith, family, faith, family, and sports was a huge was a huge huge part of the family atmosphere that Coach Dungy built with Tampa Bay. And uh, you know, you had guys like Derek Brooks and Warwick Dunn and so many strong faith based guys on that team. How did how did that impact the way that you did things on the field and the way that the community uh, was such a big part of what you guys did? Yeah, I mean, I think it set the standard for the team you know, on how we would behave in the community. Uh, of course, you have a lot of high-character guys that are believers, uh, that believe in something bigger than themselves. So that's going to dictate how you behave, you know, in the locker room with your teammates. It's going to dictate uh, how, you know, how accountable you're going to be to your teammates, how accountable you're going to be to your coaches in the community. And it just permeates through the organization. You know, when you have guys, there are the, the the top guys in the organization, the head coach, you know, Hall of Fame players, uh, and just a lot of guys in the locker room that were just leaders, that were men of faith. It was uh, it just set the tone in the locker room throughout the organization for what was going to be expected on and off the field. And uh, you know, you knew that you you were going to be held accountable for your actions. Uh, you know, by by these men that had a a, a great belief system. And they and they knew the things that they, the way they wanted things to be done, and they were leaders. So uh, definitely had an impact on us. And even after Coach Dungey left, you know, it still his imprint was left all over that team as far as how we did things, how we went about our business, uh, and it was one of the reasons we won a championship. Ellis Wims is with us, former defensive tackle, Mississippi State, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, Super Bowl champion on American Family Radio. Um, Ellis, one of the things that um, people don't realize, especially in a playoff run like we're looking at right now, um, you know, everybody as an NFL player shoots for preparing for the playoffs, making the playoffs, and then making a run. But very few players and coaches ever get the opportunity to say they're a Super Bowl champion. And um, you did that early in your career. For fans out there, uh, how tough is it to win a Super Bowl, to get there and win it? It's very, very difficult. I mean, guys, uh, uh, you know, some guys go their whole career and don't even play in a playoff. Uh, and there's so many different combinations of things that you have to have. One, uh, one you have to have, uh, you know, a, the right combination of guys. You know, putting together a team, uh, it's different personalities, uh, there's different set of characteristics that every young, every guy brings to the table. And you have to find that right mix of guys that are going to buy into what you're doing and the personalities work and guys can work together. Because it's a long season. You see these guys every day, all the time. It's a stressful environment. So you have to have people who are built the right way mentally to be able to get you that, through that grind, stay focused, stay focused on the goal, and be accountable to, to, to what the goals are and, and what, their, what their responsibilities are at the season. Uh, and then just, uh, you know, luck. You have to have uh, every, you know, the right key guys stay healthy. If guys do get hurt, you have to have good people that can step in and step up. You know, my opportunity came because of injury. You know, uh, Booger McFarland ended up getting hurt and being out for the season, and I was a guy that could play, you know, defensive end, defensive tackle. Uh, I could play anywhere on the defensive front. So when he got hurt, uh, I was able to move in and, and come in and, and make plays and, and, and help the defense continue to be successful after you lost the starter. So having those guys, that you know, you're going to have injuries. Having guys that can step in and play 
and do the job uh, when someone gets injured is is such a key, you know, part to to making that run. And just having, you know, coaches that have been there and leadership that have been there before and believe in what they're doing. Uh, you know, you can't get wishy-washy when things go wrong. Uh, you can't, you know, all of a sudden we have a bad game and have guys jump off the ship and try to do something totally different. You have to have, you know, strong leadership that's going to stay the course throughout the season because it's a marathon. Uh, but some people, you know, when you, when you get a little bit of uh, a bad play here, you have a bad game, you have something come up, you know, some, some coaches tend to jump off the, the path and want to try to do something different. So you have to have that leadership that's steady and strong, and it's going to be able to lead, lead you through those rough passes uh, and, 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 and keep your eye on the goal and, and get you where you want to go. Ellis Wims with us, former Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ellis, about uh, 45 seconds. Um, you're involved in the community through the, the Wims Foundation. You can go to thewimswymsfoundation.org. Tell us about that and about what you're all about. Yeah, well, the Wims Foundation, our focus is providing computers for STEM programming and fitness gaming system, systems to give kids alternatives. Uh, in the in the fitness arena, you know, uh, childhood obesity is something that's that's really really uh, you know crippling a lot of our young people. Not only from a health standpoint, but just from a productivity standpoint. You know, when you're when you're your healthiest self, you're you're more you're stronger, you're more focused, and you're a better student. And then you know, from a STEM aspect, you know, from uh, career readiness and getting ready to ready for the careers that are available in this new age economy. We have to give our kids the tools they need to be able to uh, acquire the skills that they need because they're in a global competition with kids all over the world for these great opportunities to be able to, to you know, take some of these jobs. So there's opportunity there, but my foundation focuses on giving these kids access to the skills they need uh, to be successful in the future. So, uh, you know, anybody who can you know, come out and support us and help us any way they can, you know, is, is greatly appreciated. I know that's extremely important because I'm in junior highs and high schools and the obesity rate and type 2 diabetes is a huge result of that. Ellis Wims, our guest, go to The Wims Foundation. That's W-Y-M-S, thewimsfoundation.org to find out more about Ellis and the great work he's doing. Ellis, we'll look forward to seeing you at uh, Faith and Football Live down at uh, Super Bowl. Thanks for coming in. Oh, man, we'll have some fun, man. Be a good time. You're listening to American Family Radio, sold out sports talk with Roman Gabriel. Back in the saddle. Right here on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Hope you're having a great weekend. Next segment gets you ready for playoff weekend. Wild card weekend was wild this last week. Uh, we had a Hail Mary from Aaron Rodgers. Um, seems like Aaron Rodgers knows exactly what the Hail Mary is, exactly how high to throw it, exactly how far to throw it, who to throw it to. And he says that he doesn't practice that very much. And he throws the best Hail Mary ever, of course, results-wise. The guy's 
completed four of them in the last two years, two last year, one in the playoffs against the Cardinals last year, and he did it to the Giants at the end of the half on the last play, which really, for all significant purposes, ended it for the Giants uh, as they dominated a game in the first half and then go to halftime losing. Um, Eli Manning and the Giants, who had beat the Packers twice in Green Bay. Um, Seattle had no problem advancing. This is going to be a big game this weekend, Seattle and Atlanta, two great quarterbacks. Um, it'll be really interesting uh, just to see some of the weather situations. Uh, things have warmed up. I mean, things were really, really uh, cold this last weekend all over the country, so it was definitely Lambeau Field football. And, you know, when you're playing in five degrees, um, some of the Giants players, though, I need to talk to them about their sanity. Um Shorts and no shirts, uh, pregame at Lambeau in six degrees with a windshield factor of minus four. Um, I'm here to tell you that I've talked to some of my friends and I've played in some cold weather, and I'm going to stay in that locker room as long as I can, and my warm-up's going to include a sweatshirt, long, something long, something over my head. I'm just, I'm just not into the, you know, it reminded me of some of those crazy fans that do that at football games, college football, college football games where these students do it, but of course they're aided by alcohol and uh, hallucinogens when they go out there and do that when it's minus five and they're sitting through a whole football game. You ever wondered the next day for those people what that looks like? I mean, flu, colds, um, frostbite. I mean, just it's amazing to me that people will go to that length to get the attention and of course draw messages on their chest. I always tell kids that are in junior high and high school through our sold-out school alcohol abstinence and character program, I always tell them, you know, alcohol can do some really weird things to your mind and cause you to make decisions you would never make. And that's the optimum right there when you watch college football and see some of these college kids doing some of the stupid things they do at football games. So, uh, But to see NFL players do it the other day was really interesting. Uh, Odell Beckham was one of those guys. Uh, Odell Beckham wishes it he would have caught more balls in the game. Maybe that might have been because he wasn't properly dressed before the game. But we'll, we'll you know, I don't know. I don't know. Just kind of crazy stuff. But uh, we'll get you ready for your NFL playoff stuff coming up. Um, some announcements in terms of my sold-out school program. School's back in last week here. We were interrupted by the snowstorm that really blanketed the state of North Carolina, which is really kind of rare for us, especially down the mountain. In fact, some of the schools near the coast received eight inches of snow, which um, for you, those of you that don't live in snow areas, a half inch of rain bothers bothers people down the coast, but I can't imagine people trying to drive in the snow down there, not set up for it. Um, so I uh, had, had Bladen County, which is southeast North Carolina, not too far from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I had four middle schools scheduled. Those have been rescheduled as of last week, and I will be there this Monday. So I'll look forward to see you junior high students and Bladen County students as we bring our sold-out program in. And we hope that you guys are ready because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you fired up and we're going to have a great time and we're going to introduce our 365 character program and um, provide the schools with some really cool tools. And parents, if you have grandkids and you have students, whether they be junior high, high school, or college, send them to soldouttv.com, which is our website. Have them go to the top of the page and click on movies, and you'll see all the over 180 one to four minute videos from people from the world of sports, entertainment, music, business, uh, military, people who of success backgrounds 
who are alcohol abstinent and who are extremely successful who are going to talk to kids about life skills. And in this case, for my audience here, those life skills are called biblical principles to us because they come right out of the Bible, things like serve your neighbor, things like loving your neighbor, things like working hard, um, like uh, setting goals and um, perseverance and dealing with disappointment and uh, handling failure and um, going after your dreams, passions, and goals and fulfilling your God-given abilities, those kind of things. So uh, send your kids to soldouttv.com. We've got all sorts of tools. All of our social networking sites from Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook are up uh, streaming live on our on our website at soldouttv.com. So you can see a lot of cool stuff. And if you've ever wondered about my life, about what I do, I share a lot of it with my students to show them what I do. Uh, so, for example, here in a few weeks, uh, about two and a half weeks, we'll be taking you down to Houston for Super Bowl 51, where we will be there all week long as normal. And our thanks to American Family Radio and Biblical Recorder uh, and Insight, Engage, uh, so many that help us out to bring you this production from the Super Bowl. And we're doing something bigger than ever this year. And I you know, want to make sure that you know about it. Um, you can go to faithandfootballlive.com for our on-demand Wednesday, February 1st at 7.30. We'll put on a one-hour extravaganza from Super Bowl in Houston from Grace Community Church, and we thank them so much. We'll have a live audience there, but um, we're sending this out to thousands of churches. If your church would be interested in carrying this event, you don't have to do it on Wednesday night, although it is going to be broadcast live on Wednesday night. We will set it up with you to where you can tape it, your church, through your technology. Um, we have a custom group that's helping with that. And you can actually show that as a Friday night event, a Saturday morning men's ministry event, a Sunday uh, before game event. We'll make that available to you throughout the month of February. So if Wednesday night's a problem... Just tell your pastor to go to faithandfootballlive.com. There's a message from Coach Tony Dungy. We're partnering with his organization on Mentoring Fathers uh, uh, that will uh, be our partner charitably at that event. Coach Dungy's been a great help, and you'll love the message that he's going to give you as a church and pastors the challenge to get involved with faithandfootballlive.com. So uh, it's a great opportunity to gather uh, unchurched people that would never come to church with you, your friends, family, co-workers. Uh, it's a great family event for your church to bring everybody together to celebrate the biggest sporting event in the world, but do it from a perspective of Christian football players and coaches. We'll also have special videos for you from Super Bowl week to bring you inside the big game with both teams that are competing. And we'll tell you more about this event as we draw forward. Uh, but for those of you who go to your church, it's no charge. It's a nominal charge for your church to take it based upon the size of your church and all that information is at faithandfootballlive.com. So please go to the website, and if you think your youth pastor, your recreation pastor, your uh, senior pastor, we have all sorts of stuff along with that to support you in promoting it like posters and videos. And we also have a great follow-up mechanism. I know some of you as pastors and you as lay people, hey, when somebody makes a decision about God in their life and invites Jesus to come into their life, where's the follow-up? Where can they learn more about their decision? Well, we've teamed up with the Bible app called YouVersion, 
And um, we put together a seven-day follow-up program for anyone that makes a decision or anyone at the event who wants to access it on their cell phone, smart device, computer, iPad. And you can do that immediately because it's a free app, version, an incredible engagement app, a Bible app that um, will be very, very exciting for you, uh, especially those of you who have not instituted a Bible app on on your phone. So uh, we appreciate version being involved and partnering with us on this event. You heard from Ellis Wims, former Super Bowl defensive tackle champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who played for Coach Tony Dungy and John Gruden. If you missed the interview in the last segment, we'll have it up on our podcast page, www.afr.net. Go to podcasts, go to Sold Out Sports Talk, and you can hear that uh, unimpeded, no commercials, the whole program, 38 minutes, including our, our interview with Ellis Wims, who did an incredible job. And uh, he's a Mississippi State guy. So, of course, Tupelo, Mississippi, where uh, – our AFR headquarters are, uh, so we're tremendously appreciative of him coming in. He'll be at Faith and Football Live. And let me tell you some of the people you'll hear from that will be in Houston live with us or, or that will come to you by uh, videotape uh, that was taped there or, or previous. Uh, people like Tony Dungy, uh, James Brown from CBS Sports, uh, host of, of NFL Football on CBS, uh, Lee Steinberg, uh, show me the money, super agent. He'll be there. Um, he'll actually be receiving an award uh, that we'll be giving him. Jen Welter, the first uh, woman to play men's football uh, and to be a co- women's coach in the NFL with the Arizona Cardinals. She will be there uh, with us in Houston. Uh, people like Laura Oakman from Fox Sports. Um, people uh, trying to think of some others that will be there uh, you know, we, we have invites out to people like Charles Johnson, wide receiver of the Minnesota Vikings, Steve Berline, former Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Chad Hennings will be there, former three-time Super Bowl defensive tackle of the Cowboys and served his country with the Air Force, will be receiving an award for his uh, service to God and country. Um, so it's going to be a great event, uh, a lot of cool stuff. And if you've never been to the Super Bowl, you've never seen what it's like behind the scenes during Super Bowl week, the game is the kind of the cherry on top. The real stuff happens all week long, kind of a full access ride like Disney World where you have events going on that are youth-oriented, that are uh, spiritual-minded, that are entertaining, parties at night, all sorts of cool stuff with uh, all sorts of neat stuff helping kids in the local area. So we're very excited about this event. So just have your church go to Faith and footballlive.com, and we'll also be announcing in the next week or so a way that you can have your group over at your home uh, by buying it for your smart device and for uh, viewing in your home with a group of people or individually on your cell phone or computer iPad or whatever it is that you're using. So we're very excited about this event. It's a, a big step for us. We ask for your prayers. Putting on a live event is one thing, but doing it um, seamlessly in a one-hour program with so many moving parts, so we ask for your prayers. And the biggest reason we're doing the event is is at the end of the program, um, you'll hear a testimony from Coach Tony Dungy, and then we will give an invitation, a clear gospel message, and invite your friends, family, and those watching on television and, and in the audience live to make a decision about Christ in their life and to get to know God, and that's why we're doing the program. So we're very excited. Um, when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk, I'll get you ready for the playoffs. That's right, playoff weekend. Can you believe it? Uh, let's talk some NFL, and we'll have my Roman on sports when we come back on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. 
Hi, this is Valerie Thompson, Southern Pine Land Speed Record Holder and the Queen of Speed that goes 217.7 miles per hour. You're listening to Sold Out Sport Talk, your host, Roman Gabriel III. One hour of faith, family, and sports every Saturday night, 8.06 Eastern, 7.06 Central. We bring you faith, family, and sports, and we're happy to do it. Thanks for being in tonight with us. Um, you can find us in a lot of different places. I am very, very involved on social networking. Anybody that's been with us for five years knows that I share a lot of cool stuff and that we like to engage with our fans and with the people who listen to the program, and we like to take you behind the scenes of sports in a way that's very interesting from a faith-based perspective. Um, if you want to find us, uh, you can check me out on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3 Fan Page. You can check me out on Twitter at Roman Gabriel 3 our Faith Sports Programming Network, by the way, if you want your kids to have positive role models, you want to see sports from a faith-based perspective, on our website at fspn.net, Faith Sports Programming Network. You can check out all sorts of cool interviews, behind-the-scenes stuff, raw footage, all of our Super Bowl material, interviews from this show, as well as um, a lot of cool, excuse me, a lot of cool action uh, that you don't see anywhere else at fspn.net. Uh, also, if you want to check us out on Facebook at uh, FSPN, Face Sports Programming Network, same thing on Instagram, Face Sports Programming Network, uh, Roman Gabriel 3 on Instagram. Uh, of course, our video pages, YouTube at Sold Out, Vimeo at Sold Out. Um, of course, that's our school alcohol absence character program. You can go to soldouttv.com for that. So all that stuff's on our website. Check it out. And uh, by the way, uh, I want to thank everybody for your end-of-the-year 2016 gifts. It really was helpful. We had so many that stepped up. We really appreciate your support of Sold Out Youth Ministries and of this giving us the ability every single week to talk to millions through our TV outlets, our social networking platforms, and this radio show right here on American Family Radio. We're so grateful to Tim Wildman, Jim Stanley, our great producer, Adam Suddeth, and so many that make this work and so many that will help make it work at Super Bowl week coming up in two and a half weeks from Houston. We'll join you starting Monday, January 29th, all the way through the Super Bowl and, of course, my show on Saturday night, February 4th at 8.06 Eastern, 7.06 Central. So if you want to give to our ministry, it's 100% tax deductible. We need new teammates. We need people sold out. We need people involved in the movement. So if you want to help us through a check, you can do it simply by writing it to Sold Out Youth Ministries. Send it to 215 Boone, B-O-O-N-E, Heights Drive, Suite 304, and that's Boone, North Carolina, 28607. You can also find that on our websites at soldouttv.com by just going above to hit donate and you can give easily and safely on your favorite credit card or paypal to uh to this ministry and uh, many people do uh, also if you want information about how you can do that go to sold out tv at gmail.com which is our email and phone number here at our studios in north carolina for american family and sold out youth ministries is 910-431 Six four eight three. If you're interested in me coming to your school, coming to your uh, speak to your corporation, company, church, uh, we do all those things. 
So if you're interested in having us out, um, we do a, we do a great job because one of the things that we love to do is we love to tell stories of of, of high impact athletes. I love to give my testimony, and also to uh, give a clear gospel presentation using sports as a way to draw men, their wives, and children in through youth activities, through camps, through men's ministry events, and through church through preaching. So. Nine one zero four three one six four eight three, or email us at soldouttv at gmail dot com. There you have it. All the ways to figure it out. All the ways to get hold of us. And of course, you want to hear every show here on podcast. We have a big crowd that does that. Go to afr dot net where we stream on Saturday nights live, uh, or you can go to afr dot net. Go to podcast pages. Sold out sports talk is the show. Uh, every Saturday night right here on American Family Radio, and we love coming to you. NFL post game action. That's right. Last week, we had a great wild card round. This week, one step closer to see who's going to be in Super Bowl 51 in Houston. So here we go. This is Roman's Top Picks of the Week. All right, here we go. Here's your playoff schedule. Uh, Earlier today, Seattle and Atlanta at 4.30 p.m. on Fox. Tonight, going on right now, the New England Patriots first round playoff bye because of the best record in the AFC. What a surprise. The Patriots again in the playoffs under quarterback Tom Brady. It'll be New England hosting Houston. Don't give Houston much of a chance. Their quarterback position, you know, just not getting to John uh, Brock Osweiler was benched, came back last week, was a little, you know, average or above. Uh, it's going to take a lot more than that to beat New England at New England. So I like the Patriots. That's 8.15 p.m. going on right now. First quarter action, CBS, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough. Then tomorrow's matchup, Ben Roethlisberger. That's the question. Uh, ankle boot earlier in the week when he was rolled up on uh, in their game against Miami at Pittsburgh. It'll be the Steelers at the hottest team in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs have won uh, nine of their last ten uh, they they have excellent defense. Uh, these are two teams. This will be probably the, uh, what, one of the best games of the weekend, maybe the second best game of the weekend, I think. Um, I like the Chiefs at home, and I like them to challenge New England the following week for the championship game of the AFC. Then the marquee game that everybody's looking forward to. It'll be Joe Buck. It'll be Troy Aikman. Fox, 4.40 p.m. tomorrow at AT&T Stadium. This is the game that everybody's looked forward to. The Green Bay Packers at the Dallas Cowboys. Aaron Rodgers, hot as a pistol after they took care of the Giants in uh, big fashion this last weekend. They'll take on Dak Prescott, that young rookie quarterback. The Cowboys at AT AT&T, 440. Marquee game. Um, Wow, this is a tough one. Um, The Cowboys, I think, would have rather have seen the New York Giants. Um, right now, nobody wants the Packers as the Packers have rolled off. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said after losing four straight in the middle of the season this year that they'd run the table. They did. So look out uh, is uh, Green Bay's hot, although Jordy Nelson will not play with two broken ribs uh, uh, suffered in the Giants' wild card game. The one thing you got going for you is Dallas has been at home. The team that did not have to play the wild card that had the home field by with the Cowboys having the best record, they usually have the advantage in a game like this. Green Bay has to do the turnaround, and then they have to travel to Dallas. The good news for Aaron Rodgers is it's not six degrees. It's not outside. Perfect conditions in AT&T Stadium where they won their last Super Bowl against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I like Green Bay and a close one on this one. So uh, to, to recap, uh, I like New England tonight. I like Kansas City over Pittsburgh in a squeaker tomorrow, and I like one of the one of the better football games of the year, the Cowboys and the Packers. 
Uh, I like Packers in a squeaker on that one. I think Aaron Rodgers is uh, due to have a breakout game. Uh, you know, uh, he's already playing great, but I, I think this this is his kind of game. Um, perfect conditions where he doesn't have to worry about cold or receivers dropping balls or about cuts. Um, and, of course, the Cowboys with that running game, that big offensive line, uh, an improved defense. Dak Prescott, the rookie, plays his first playoff game. So going to be a great weekend of NFL football. And I hope that uh, wherever you're at, you're going to enjoy uh, the action. I know I will. And then we'll be ready next week to prepare you for championship weekend. Um, then there'll be one week off, and then we will see you down in Houston at Super Bowl 51 for what should be a great Super Bowl week right here in American Family Radio. And remember uh, to go to our website for our big event, our live on-demand simulcast on Wednesday night, February 1st. That's 7.30 p.m. Um, and um, be there. Um, tell your church, tell your pastor, tell your men's ministry leader that this is something that they need to do. It's a great ministry opportunity, a great way to bring your church together. Everybody can wear their favorite jerseys, celebrate the biggest game in the world, and use that as a way to introduce people to the gospel through faith, family, and football. So go to Faith and Football Live. That's the website. There's a message from Coach Tony Dungy there, and it'll walk you and your church through how you can qual- how you can join and um, get involved with this live on-demand simulcast with some great NFL talent, um, people like James Brown, Tony Dungy, Chad Hennings, uh, Lee Steinberg, and a host of many, many more current, former NFL coaches and players and some surprises along the way as well. And we will give a uh, lead-up to an intentional gospel presentation where you can invite your friends, family, coworkers, those that maybe wouldn't go to church but would come for this because of the Super Bowl, and we'll take you on a cool trip inside the Super Bowl, show you what it's like for those of you who have never been to Super Bowl week or have been inside Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to give you the scoop. We're going to take you behind the scenes. So we hope you'll join us at faithandfootballlive.com. Make sure that you sign your church up and let your pastor know this week um, that this is a great event and an uh, incredible outreach event for your church as a way to encourage your members and also to bring people, remember, our goal as a church and, and is to go outside the four walls and to bring people who would never walk into church. It's a great way to bring young people, high school football teams, your college ministry. Remember, the statistics say right now that when high school kids go to college, many of them are unchurched, and many that do go to church never go back to church. So we want to reach to a young generation, to millennials, and this is a perfect opportunity for a big event at your church at football, at uh, faithandfootballlive.com, so go to the website. Um, have a great sports weekend. Enjoy postseason football. Uh, you've also got some PGA golf this weekend. You've also got NBA basketball, co- a lot of college basketball out there. Um, here at the ACC, we got Carolina and Duke looking good. Uh, you got Kentucky, Louisville, uh, Villanova. you got some great basketball going on, so enjoy that. Uh, thank you to our guest, Ellis Wims, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl champion. Uh, make sure make sure if you missed that, you go to our podcast page at AFR.net, podcast sold out sports talk. Thanks to our producer, Adam Suddeth. We will see you next week, and we'll have championship football and FL football ready as we get closer to a big Super Bowl 51 extravaganza right here in American Family and sold out sports talk. So have a great weekend. God bless you. Enjoy.
You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III on AFR Talk. Podcasts of this program are available at AFR.net. Thanks for listening, and join us again next week for Sold Out Sports Talk. Now I'm a sold-out believer.